Future Joy Club is described as a sultry, decadent celebration of golden era burlesque and variety vanguard. Welcome to NITV Radio, Lois. Thank you very much. All the way from Perth. Yeah, all the way from the West Coast now to bring us some of the very best performance. Tell us about Future Joy Club first. The Future Joy Club is Moira, Finucane and Jackie Smith's beautiful creation. They have brought together... Ten different artists, including myself, and uh, and they just bring this complete magic to the stage, and the show comes totally alive with bling and songs, and um, some of the artists I've never met before, and they are just so spectacular. I just wonder how Moira finds them. Of course, you'll be performing alongside some very well-known, incredible artists and performers, including, as you said, uh, Mama Alto, Sofiko, Govin Pillai, Jacida, and uh, Eva Rosebud. But this is not the first time you perform with uh, such big names. Of course, you've featured in uh, many other blockbusters in your stellar career. Yes, I have. Uh, uh, but, uh, I mean, I've... I've done all that because I have um, the heart for singing and people. But um, with Moira, I have a long, long childhood friendship. We went to, we grew up in the same neighbourhood in Cottesloe in Perth. Yeah. And um, so the friendship has just continued. When she invited me to come and sing in her and her partner's play, I was totally enthralled. This is the third show that I've done with Moira. And the the Future Joy Club is just a, an absolute buzz. The, the audience are so receptive to the various acts, especially Mama Alto, who just hits incredible notes with her voice and the purity of her heart is just amazing. It sounds like she's singing from heaven or singing to heaven. And Jacita is... It's just a wonderful dancer. You have to see it to believe it. I can't really describe it. It's it's totally enthralling stuff. These these people that put their talents on stage with Moira's Moira and Jackie's help. Moira has got a reputation, a worldwide reputation of uh, putting together shows that are not only funny but are also provocative. Yes, yes, she she. Um, She's not one to um, keep it all to herself, but she tries not to to be too political or um, controversial. She, she, it's mainly about bringing a, um, a fantasy world of entertainers, a variety of different entertainers. They all have their own expression in the way they're taken by the audience. Each actor or per- performer is just a wonder. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised to do a burlesque show. Um, I usually do festivals and things like that and support concerts. And so uh, with this show, it's a really personal thing that Moira puts to her crowd and she has a huge fan club in Melbourne, which I didn't realise, 
but um, the audience are just so receptive. No, she comes regularly to Melbourne, especially in winter. So she brings some kind of uh, excitement and uh, and you know brings a little bit of. Yes. Um, yes, she's really warm on <laughs> yeah, the stage, yeah, yeah. and she's funny and witty, and and her and Jackie are, are just so clever. The way they've written Moira's part in the play, and she does some pretty wild things, but it's it's all very acceptable and not uh, not too. Um, not too flamboyant, but yeah. some people would think it's flamboyant, but I think it's just the the flavour of the show says it all, basically. Yeah. The Future Joy Club. I mean, after all this COVID and things like that, people are feeling depressed, and so it gives them a chance to come to a show that gives you joy and laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And food for thought. What I found a little bit... Um not it's something that's just raised my curiosity. The performers in this show are described as exquisite and explosive underground stars. Yes, each artist has their own special star. They're just amazing, amazingly talented, and um, uh, the lady, the fellow who who. Um, performs as uh, Rose, I think her name is, the character Rose, and brings this fabulous voice in French and sings in French. And so, um, you know, I I don't sing in my own language, but to sing in French is just fantastic. Um, Mama Alto, her voice is from heaven, a gift from God. Yeah, yeah, and it said that this show actually takes you to the Parisian end of Melbourne, so which is uh, actually the Sofitel where it's based. It's a really pretty good part of Melbourne. Yes, I mean I've um, I've been um, living it up in the Sofitel. Thank you to Mr. Scott and the and the staff of the Sofitel. They have looked after me and the guitarist so well, and I've. It's like a second home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, one other thing is uh, with uh, the COVID, the pandemic, we haven't had live performances and having to meet people we haven't seen for many years. Yourself, you've performed with some of the greatest, like Archie Roach, Jimmy Little, and uh, Jeff St. Yes, John. I have. I have and, some very, very wonderful artists. And um, uh, Jimmy Little, I sang with him at Rest in Peace at um, the Q Festival and it was just a mind-blowing event and packed to the rafters with um, all sorts of country folk that came from near and far of townships to come and see Mr Little, Rest in Peace and he was I, I, I was so in awe of him, we were singing What a Wonderful World and I forgot the second half of the song because I was so in awe as I was performing it with Jimmy, rest in peace. Yeah. And um, he was just a magical, elderly gentleman. And what have you been up to the last few years? We haven't seen you in Melbourne. What have you been up to? Well, at, at the moment I've been um, just a homebody in Perth. I've been supporting the... Um, the freedom concerts that happen from Roeburn in Western Australia, that's my country town, being a Nullama woman. Yeah. And Big Art has also um, promoted this freedom festival, which invites various artists like, um, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of his name now, 
Stevie Pickram and yeah. his beautiful daughter. Their voices are just angels and bring a, a, a beautiful Kimberley sound and with the various artists in, in Roburn and the Pilbara and also from Kananara, Olive Knight is a blues singer and just super, super talented um, Indigenous artists that collect together to support the Freedom Concert, which is a memorial to John Pat. And so the family has requested that we call it the Freedom Concert to to um, to bring freedom and and talent to the to enhance, not to be saddened by um, John John Pat's um, the loss of John Pat. Rest in peace. Yeah. I mean, because it was a serious thing that what happened to him, yeah. and uh, and it just sent shockwaves through the world, all through all of our our township, and um, to overcome that pain of uh, of that sort of um, aggression from from you know I don't want to get political about it, but it was it the concert was for freedom and for peace and acceptance. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I did, and so, and then I also did a concert with the um, WA Symphony Orchestra, and uh, and that was for um, uh, I think it was for the Australian of the Year or something like that. Yeah. At the uh, casino in Perth, and that was a wonderful concert singing with the orchestra. Yeah. So I, I get around. Yeah, I do yeah, get around. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, brings this brings us to your other passion, which was acting, because you also featured in uh, the Cold Barrel Club. Yes, I was a a, um, a student um, learning how to do acting, which was um, we were the first students to be accredited through Edith Cowan University in in Mount Lawley, and yeah. so. Um, and so students came from all over Australia, as young as 16, yeah. with their parents' permission to come and study at this course. And uh, they all got accredited and they all passed. And during that time that we were studying to be actors, um, we uh, got the opportunity to do, do the remake of the Kubaroo Club. Stephen Kincaid was the director of it. And it was about his family that were involved in the Kubaroo Club in the 1940s to 50s. There was there was no Aboriginal people allowed in Perth after six o'clock. There was curfew, and so the only place they could go was called the Kubaroo Club. Even Nat King Cole, when he came to visit and have a concert in Perth, that was the only place he was allowed to go to. He yeah. came to the Kubaroo Club. This brings us to actually the, the legacy of the place, which is uh, just showing that uh, dance hall and um, entertainment and culture doesn't belong just to white Australia. No, it belongs to everyone. Yeah. And um, those who, who um, have, the, have the, um, the tenacity to get up on stage and show, show their talents and um, how, how talented people are, good for them and I support you know people in theatre and music and young artists young up and coming artists that are you know our next generation yeah I'm in my 50s so um, 
I support all youth that want to be performers and uh, I encourage them wholeheartedly. Now, before I let you go, anything you'd like to add uh, or something that uh, we've missed that you'd like to... Yes, I would like to encourage all of Melbourne audiences, don't be afraid of the Future Joy Club because it will bring you joy. Lois Orney, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. You're very welcome. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.